In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Oh, you're living large. I am. Okay. I'm yeah, really. Yeah, you lucky. definitely are living large. Yeah, it's it's beautiful out here. I uh, I'm very fortunate. I I have some similar struggles as most of us do, and I just picked up and left everything. Came out here with two black bags and like a thousand dollars, and it's amazing what you can learn about yourself if you're willing to take a few chances. Yeah, no risk. Ladies and no gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are here with. Should I call you Chris? Christopher, do you have a... Christopher. Have a, Christopher, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with Christopher Lee Maher. He has written a book called Free Forever. He's got an amazing story. He's overcome adversity. He is a down-to-earth oh, I'm, guy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. Please. The, the book is called Free for Life. Free for Life. I'm sorry. Free I think my life. next book will be Free Forever. Free Forever. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's, yes. I was thinking what the title of my next book was going to be. <laughs> and uh, you gave it to me. Thank you. It is meant to be. It's meant to be. Free for life. So to my audience, Christopher, could you please just maybe give yourself an introduction and let them know a little bit about you? Yeah. Um, I live in California. <laughs> uh, I'm 53 years old, going to be 54. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the, the work that I do is really important. And, um, I think the message that I want everyone to tune into is that transformation happens in the body. Okay. And most people think that it happens in the mind and a lot of those self-help books and courses and, um, they're only going to reach so deep into you. They're really going to hit your stuff at the surface. If you're someone who wants to go deep and really understand what freedom feels like from the inside out, you got to read the book. You got to find me. We got to get together, take a risk, send me an email, put yourself out there. I promise you, you will be so happy with what, you get from everything that's available from what we do. Um, I've been at this for 21 years. And I can tell you that whether you're seven years old or you're 77 years old, the level of tension and stress and distortion in your body is exactly the same. Meaning that babies, when they come out, they're already pre-programmed with the majority of the stress that they're experiencing right now as an adult. Now imagine that. Yeah, I'm trying Most, to. I, yeah. I'm trying to imagine that. So I guess I have a question there. And my question is, how is that genetically? Is that epigenetics? How, how can yeah. a child be born into a world with the same amount of stress that they're going to have as an adult? In your story, you talk about some really adverse things that happen to you. Don't you think that those maybe 
added to the stress later in life or were those the same age when you were seven? Yeah, think about it like this. Okay. Um, you are made up of electromagnetic energy. So essentially every human is an electrolyzed magnet to attract exactly what you are and to att attract exactly what you aren't, right? Because every magnetic pole has a pull and a push on right. the opposite ends, right? Right. So whatever you were born from, you are designed to experience in this lifetime. Now, what I've done over the last 21 years, I've created a successful pattern interrupt. So let's say you came to the planet as banana bread, right? You were <laughs> okay. baked banana bread and you wake up at 33 and you're like, I don't like this vibe. I actually would like to be a carrot cake. <laughs> Guess what? I can unbake, help you unbake that and use all the energy from the banana bread and help you turn yourself into a carrot cake. And this has never, ever, ever been afforded to any humans at any point in time in the history of humanity. Only till now is this available. That is a huge claim right there. That's a huge and claim. Yeah. What, why, how come only now? Because no one was as disjointed or fragmented as fractured as I was and figured out how to put themselves back together. No one finished the job. I finished the job because, you know, the thing that you get from SEAL training is I was already a tenacious person, but they right. amplify that. And so when I make up my mind to do something, I'm going to continue to keep going until I experience what it is I really want to experience. And so to be honest with you, I think it would take someone who was a Navy SEAL, right? Went through the kind of hardships that I went through as a child to get to a place to go, hmm, yeah, I've run this idea that I made up in my mind to its very end and I'm still not satisfied or happy or at peace. So there must be something off in what I learned. And then I had to backtrack and go back through all the doors that I walked in to find myself again and then yeah, create the person that I wanted to be. Yeah, that sounds like a, a, a strategy for success but also a very difficult one to go back and try and relive some of the traumas. And I guess like the metaphor used is to go back through those doors and interim the right way. That's Can right. you share a little bit about what that process looks like? Yeah. Like for instance, uh, to the last, the last two days I've been uh, working with a gentleman from, from Greece. Uh, amazing. And he's an MD. Okay. And one of his struggles, is that his father never communicated with him and his grandfather never communicated with him. And then when we got into a specific part of his body, the pain level was like 500 out of 10, right? Like so much pain. And then finally, once we took that out, guess what happened? He dropped into the ability to authentically self-express exactly what he was feeling rather than having a good face on the outside while suffering on the inside and feeling disconnected. And so what that looked like is he was pushing into me and I was pushing into him and he was pushing as much force as he could possibly generate. And I was slowly beating that force for two hours straight again and again and again and again until that tissue in his body finally opened up. And when that opened up, he was like a four-year-old baby, right? On the ground, wailing as if somebody took his favorite toy. I mean, he was wailing. And then that wailing then led up into screaming with, with intense anger because he never got to let that out when he was younger. Because in his environment, 
his grandfather nor his father provided him with a model of how to communicate and self-express with your son or your grandson. So he, so that got baked into him. And then underneath, he was building all of this rage inside. And he tried to do everything that he could externally to get recognition that he had value from his father and his grandfather. And he wasn't getting any of it. And then finally, he let all that go. Okay? He let all of that go. It changed his posture. His, his, his left shoulder used to be about four and a half inches higher than his right. Imagine that. Yeah. And now his shoulders are even. His chest is forward and up. He's able to communicate clearly what he wants, what he needs. And while we're going through that two-hour process yesterday and today, you could see as the session went further, he kept taking more control of the session versus waiting for my instruction. He was initiating what was correct for him rather than only sitting back waiting to respond from someone else's instruction. Right? He captured a part of himself that was lost. And imagine he's a 61-year-old man. Okay? Imagine being waiting till you're 61 years old to let go of all of this anger, rage, um, frustration, agitation, irritation, so you could finally have the experience of being in your body and being free to communicate what your needs are in front of other people. Yeah, like that's, that's the best gift I can give anyone. That is, that's a great gift. It's like the gift of freedom and liberation and understanding yourself. What is it? What is it? I don't understand when you say he's pushing into you and you're pushing into him. Is that a conversation that's happening or are you utilizing some? Yeah, I I use my throat to push into people too. Like if someone pushes back, I definitely push back. Right. Uh, But what I'm talking about, physical force. So imagine he's in a maximal concentric contraction and I'm beating his force. Meaning like, let's say this was his leg. I'm pushing here. Okay. And he's driving with as much force as he can. And when he gets to the end range of motion, I slowly beat his force. Ah, so it's, so it's, it gives, I guess we should tell the audience that stretching and these different positions that you've learned through there is a, is the form, one form of, of practice that you use. I I guess I didn't set that up for the audience. Sure. Okay. So for the audience, I use six systems that I teach, okay, um, to open a person's body, to open up their mind, to open up their emotions, and to open up their energy field. And each one of these systems is very specific, and yet I base all of it off Chinese meridian theory, okay? So Chinese medicine meridian theory. So I work with a particular channel of energy. Every channel of energy that moves through your body moves through the belly of a muscle. That muscle is fed with nerve, but before that muscle is fed with nerve, it comes from an organ that goes into that muscle. And before it goes into that organ, right, it comes from from the spinal cord and from the brain. So you think about it like this, you got the brain, then you've got the spinal cord, 31 pairs of spinal nerves that then go into all of your sense organs. And then they leave your sense organs and go into muscles. And then as you go down the spine, they go into your systemic organs. A systemic organ would be like your lungs, your large intestine, your stomach, your spleen, your pancreas, your heart, your small intestine, your bladder, your kidneys, your gallbladder, your liver, your pericardium, your skin. So now once it leaves those organs, it then goes into muscles. So whatever I do to my muscles, I directly affect my organs. Whatever I do my organs, I directly affect my consciousness. Right? right? So so I use six different systems to begin to strip out surface to medium. Well, surface, surface to medium, medium, medium to deep, and deep layers of tension, stress, distortion, 
and toxicity. And as you start to strip this out, remember this was the tension that was in his body was in his body before he came out of his mother's womb. So this is 60 plus years that he's been holding this inside. And then we strip that out through one of these systems I call ICS, which is eye-centric strength, with his isometric, concentric, and eccentric contractions used to remove massive amounts of distortion, tension, and stress. Okay, now here's the key. Stress gets to a certain level and then it manifests and creates tension. Tension gets to a certain level and then it manifests as distortion, meaning the tension is so great, it changes the way your bones are rotated. So when you look at a person's posture, their posture is telling you everything about them. If they hold their shoulders high, if their shoulders are forward, if their chest is really up and, and, and pushing towards everyone else, if their glutes are tucked underneath them, if their pelvis is hyperflexed, right? If they're walking on their toes constantly, if they're driving their heels through the floor when they move, if their right arm is internally rotated and their left shoulder is higher than the right, like everything that's going on in terms of their posture is telling you everything about their history. Wow. And the beautiful thing is the mind will tell itself a thousand lies because it wants to keep you safe or it wants to keep you in a perceived state of safety. Okay. The body always tells the truth because it's present centered. It, is, it isn't interested in being dishonest. And the key is, is once you know how to read, once you know how to look, then you can see exactly what's going on. And then once you put them in different positions, their range of motion and their level of discomfort is telling you exactly how much frustration, anger, anxiety, fear, self-righteousness, agitation, and irritation that they have in that part of their body. So the key is to reduce that, right, to a minimal level, to neutrality, right? It's not pleasurable, but it's not uncomfortable. So the first goal when I'm working with someone is to get them to neutrality because in neutrality, you add nothing, you take nothing away. You only see things for what they are. Yeah, that's, there's a lot in there and I've never thought about looking at the position or posture of a body to define how people live their life. But I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think that people do carry their tension and their problems and the problems that are clogged in them in the way they walk and the way they talk. And I do, I would have to, I'm, I'm interested to learn more about it. I think that's fascinating. I, I, oh, I mean, it's really fascinating. It, what's fascinating <laughs> for me is that <clears throat> you can come to a planet like earth and in the future, everyone will be able to rewire themselves exactly the way that they want to be. Like right now, you know, women can go get Botox injections and they can fill up their lips or, or <laughs> uh, they can get breast implants. And, you know, this is all surface, right? Aesthetic stuff. I'm talking about changing the core of the being so that they no longer project fear. They no longer experience anxiety. They no longer project or experience anger. They, they leave their self-righteous position to be more righteous relative to self, family, community, culture, planet. Right? We're talking about a hard rewire from the inside out. I mean, from the bones out. And that has never been available until now go ahead uh, when you said when you come to a planet like earth do you do you do you think we come into this world or we come out of this world uh well i mean there's there's a few ways to think of that okay um but let's think of it from from the birth canal out okay. right so the human eye only picks up 0.5 percent of the available light spectrum so that means right now, that's what allows you to perceive that there's distance between me and you. 
if you could see the other 99.5% of the available light spectrum, all you would see is white light, right? So, so there's this perception of separation, yet in reality, no one is separate. So coming and going in that sense are happening simultaneously. Now that's a much bigger conversation. I don't know if the audience wants to get in that, okay? <laughs> but but I'll, I'll simplify things. Okay. When you come to a place like Earth, Earth is a third dimensional platform. And what that means is there's a certain amount of density on this planet that allows for things, time, to move slowly, okay? It allows you to move through space more slowly. When you reduce density, what happens, it means everything moves faster. Emotions move faster. Thoughts move faster. Bodies move faster. Everything moves faster, which means you have to have a heightened level of intelligence, a heightened level of awareness, a heightened level of a higher level of consciousness so that you could stay present to what's going on around you. The great thing about this planet is the density allows you to slow everything down and continue to keep pounding your head into the wall until you're ready to learn the lesson of surrender and let go. Okay. That is so true. Okay. So there's a lot of conversation there, right? Relative states of density. Earth is about as dense as it gets. All right. And that's why you'll see someone like you'll have a brother who's um, who got drunk, did some cocaine, fell asleep at a wheel. Right. And ran his car into a tree. And then six weeks later, after they let him out of jail, he drinks more beer, snorts some more cocaine and then runs his car into a ditch. Right. Because of the level of density. Right. So humans, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, I was, I would thought you were serious. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so humans learn slowly because the density they have inside of them is at an energetic, physical, emotional, and spiritual level. So when we're doing this kind of work, what we're moving is excessive density so that you can manifest at will. You think of something and it happens. Hmm. That's interesting. Wow. Ugh, I want to sell my car, but I definitely need to get a new paint job. Hmm. Do I want to spend all that money in a paint job? I don't know that I need to spend the money on the paint job. Hmm. And think that for about 10 days. Oh, you go away. You're on vacation. You get a call from your neighbor going, Hey, the cops are here. They want to talk to you. And you're like, what do you mean? The cops want to talk to me. They're like, well, somebody came by with a golf club and they hit all the cars. Really? That's so interesting. All right. Would you be able to contact these people to see if they paint my car for me and then contact my insurance company? Sure. No problem. I'll take care of it. But guess what? You come home two weeks later, your car's painted new. Didn't cost you any time. Didn't cost you any energy. And somebody else paid for it. So that, like, that's a big stretch for a lot of people. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Let's, 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 let's take a different example. Okay. Have two couples, right? And both wives say to the husband, oh, I want to go to Jamaica. And a husband says, well, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to reduce our data plan. Okay. We're going to cut back on electricity. We're going to do this, this, and that. We're going to pinch and pinch and pinch and pinch in 18 months. We should be able to go to Jamaica. And the other husband and B says, you know what? I'm going to meditate on it tonight. I'm going to pray. And I'm going to think about it every day. I'm going to visualize and see us in Jamaica. And I guess what happens? Two months later, he gets a knock on the door from his neighbor. Hey, guess what, Bob? Mike broke his leg at work. We can't go to Jamaica. Would you, would you and your wife like to go instead? There you go. So someone knocked on his door and handed him the tickets, right? So, so there's, there's manifestation and then there's hard work, right? Rubber to the road, churning and burning, 
right? Struggle and strife. And then there's ease and grace. Well, when you have more density, ease and grace is much more difficult. Struggle mm -hmm. and strife is more of a clear mirror for how you will live your life and how you will experience the things that you want to experience. Why struggle and strife? If all you had to do was remove tension and stress and distortion from your body and you could manifest what you wanted at will, why would you choose to do anything else? Not only does your body feel better, you look better, your posture is better, you have more energy, you sleep better, you digest your food better. Like literally, you see better, you hear better, everything gets better. That's the key. And this is the missing key in personal development, right? Everyone will sit in class, okay, teach me about manifestation and abundance. I'm going to say this mantra 32 times and... Okay, that's great, and I think that's wonderful, right? But if there's a faster way to get there and you're the one in control, wouldn't you prefer to, to be the one who's initiating how you're growing your life, how you're growing into the world, what you're choosing to receive? Because when you're in alignment, everything that comes to you is also in alignment. But when you're fragmented and you're fractured and you're out of alignment, the same is also true. That's why when you were little, your mom said to you, birds of a feather flock together. Be careful who you socialize with. Because they too are made up of elect electromagnetic energy. And if you're hanging out with people who are struggling the chances that you're going to attract struggle to you are much greater. If you're hanging with people who are thriving, the chances that you're going to thrive more are greater. And so your body is the temple that your soul lives in. Why would you do anything to damage your temple? Wouldn't it? Oh, I think I lost you there. You there? What happened? I, okay. Kind of glitched for a minute. We Right at the okay. temple. Okay. That's okay. So, you know, when you, when you come to the planet, you're given a vehicle that from the outside looks like a brand new car, but underneath it's an old rusty bucket. <laughs> okay. It's an old rusty bucket. And the key is, is that guess what? You don't have to be born any longer with the most amazing body. Like if you go and you watch the NFL football players or the, or the NBA basketball players and you watch them warm up, you get to the game early and you see them stretch, you would be surprised how those 340 pound men have these amazing ranges of motion. You think a big guy like that wouldn't have any flexibility. So when you come to a planet like this and you do get an old rusty bucket, guess what? You can turn that rusty bucket into a brand new bucket. And that was never available before in the history of mankind. It's now available. You can rewrite your entire story from the beginning till now. And you can choose exactly what you want to experience by simply coming into alignment. It couldn't be easier. Now, you said earlier to me, wasn't it difficult to walk back through those doors? I tell you what, it was very difficult. The difficult thing was the pain, right? Like the physical, the excessive physical sensation when you're pulling this out of your body. But then what happens is as you become more intelligent, you begin searching for where these pain spots are and you'll do anything and everything you can to get them out. Wow. It, there's so much, does it, it sounds to me like maybe tension in your body. I think people should know the name of your company is, is, um, true 
body. What was the name of it again? True body, True body intelligence. True body intelligence. And I yeah. think what you just described there is a great idea of true body intelligence. If the That's tension right. in the body is the one thing or one factor that is truly holding people back, it's something that we all have in our bodies. It's something that's holding all of us back. And it just, it almost seems so unfair to me that we would be born into this body. It's almost like a prison then if we have so much tension. Yeah, it, it actually, it is a prison and you don't know it's a prison until you get it out of your body. And then once it out, once it's out, you're like, are you kidding me? I've been holding on to that forever. And then once you're free, you're free. Okay. There's, there's no going back to the body that you had. This is my issue with massage mm -hmm. and some of these other forms of, of, of work. It's like, okay, well that's good. And then two weeks later, you're on the table again, right? Ah, uh, my shoulder pain's back. Okay. All right. Come on in. And, da, 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 da. and then two weeks later, because these other systems, there's not enough force to create enough change. So think of it like this. Minimal force creates minimal change. Medium force creates medium change. Big force creates big change, but maximal force creates maximal change. And then once that energy is flowing through that part of the body and the brain gets the signal, the brain now um, records that as the new you and it'll do everything it can to keep the new you at the forefront so it isn't interested in participating in the old you it's almost like a pattern then so if you can that's change right. your pattern of that's right electromag electromagnetism in the body is that it seems like yeah, maybe yeah. that is the idea that is the idea so um, electromagnetic energy, um, has a natural flow to it. Okay. When the flow is driven by fear, it's in a constant state of contraction. Okay. When it's driven by love, it's in a constant state of openness, right? Constant state of openness. So you want to do everything you can to remove as much of that as humanly possible. And that changes the way you think, it changes the way you breathe, it changes the way you move, it changes the way you laugh, it actually even changes your penmanship. Your penmanship will change. Everything about you shifts, the way you chew your food, the food you're attracted to. I never give anyone dietary advice. I don't need to. All I have to do is remove the unhealthy tension out of their stomach channel and they become attracted to whole food rather than processed garbage. They become attracted to whole food rather than processed garbage. And it's not a struggle. You have no idea how many addicts have shown up at my doorstep. And I do the same thing for every single one of them. And before you know it, heroin addicts no longer do heroin. Cocaine addicts no longer do cocaine. Uh, ketamine addicts no longer do ketamine. Uh, alcoholics no longer do alcohol. Sugar addicts no longer do sugar. Caffeine addicts no longer do caffeine. Because once the body gets its own sense of self again, it's no longer using substance on the outside to manage its stress because you've removed a buttload of the lifetime accumulated stress that it has grown since the moment it was born. Right? And that's our job. If, if we reduce your lifetime accumulated stress load, guess what happens? Your restore, repair, recovery rate, it gets higher. Oops, it gets higher. So instead of needing nine hours to feel good and be productive and present, you need four and a half or five. Because when you go down, you go down deep into sleep. I mean, deep into sleep. And you're ready to rumble the next day. Before I got into all this, I was a nap hound. Okay. I needed sometimes two, three naps a day. And I was a young man, right? I'm going to be 54. 
like, look, there's no Botox here or facial <laughs> stuff. I mean, take a look, right? Okay, I'm, a 50, I'm gonna be a 54 year old man. 10 years from now, I will pretty much look exactly the same. Why? Because energy from the earth is coming up my legs and going into my face and feeding me with energy all the time, new energy. Otherwise, when everything's tight in your calves and your thighs and your hamstring and your butt and your adductors and your abdomen, when energy's coming up, by the time it gets to your face, there's nothing left. And then by 54, your face is sagging. Okay. Why should you be sagging? This makes no sense. Like take out the tension, take out the stress, get everything flowing the way it's supposed to. And you will live a long, healthy, vibrant life. And look, the truth is the people who come to this call and they listen and they tune in and they choose to ignore what I'm saying. All right. What they should do is they should go visit their local old folks home. Okay. Go in there and look around. Tell me, is that what you want? Is that what you want? I don't think like those places are really sad. And you know, they're you, really sad. If you just look at the way the West treats their, the system, like are you, an adult grows up, they send their kids off to someone else and they send their old folks off to someone else and then they go work at a job. It's like you're completely fragmenting your whole family. So how could your life not be fragmented if that is in fact the schedule that you follow? You said it exactly. They're fragmented and because they're fragmented, they have a fragmented life and they have a fragmented family. Now, if we seal up those cracks, right? And we build a really good, strong foundation and we bring you into alignment. You put a couple years of time and energy into developing yourself. You're going to seal up those cracks and you're going to feel amazing constantly. And then people are going to want to be around you. They're going to want to have you in their presence because you feel so good that they feel even better when you're around, right? All nervous systems orientate to the highest functioning nervous system in a collective field. What does that mean? That means if you got on an airplane, right? And there was one person on the flight who was purely in neutrality, okay? I mean, authentic neutrality. Everyone would have a good flight because of that one person because all nervous systems orientate to the highest functioning nervous system in a collective field. Okay. There's a story in the Bible about Jesus uh, telling people to withhold from throwing a stone. If he wasn't in alignment, they would have thrown him in a ditch and stoned him too. But because he was in alignment and those nervous systems orientated to his consciousness, they took their rocks and they put them down and reality changed in that moment. Do you think if someone is in perfect alignment that they can harness the power to not only heal people, but also hurt people? Uh, well, if someone was in perfect alignment, they would choose not to, to hurt someone <laughs> consciously, right. consciously. Right. right? Um, <clears throat> When someone's in alignment, their ability to heal is greater. Right. Okay. It's much, much, much greater. All you have to do is put your hands on someone and you can feel the energy just starts burning off. And then you touch that place. Oh, does it hurt there anymore? Oh no, it's gone. Okay. Bye. It's, it's that easy. It's so amazing to me to, to like, I feel a lot of, I got a lot of love going on, Christopher. I like you, man. You seem like a very positive person that wants to help people. And I got a question for you. Like a lot of people that I've met in my life that truly care about people and that truly want to help people, they have gone through 
the fires of hell. They've gone through stuff where they no longer wanted to live. And I think it's only once you go through that place can you bring something back. And you see so many of our brothers and sisters, our family, our moms, our dads, our grandmas, so many people go to that place and they get stuck there yeah. or they get burned there and they, they come back, but only a part of them comes back. Mm -hmm. So when I see people like yourself and other people that I, that I really have a lot of respect for, and myself included, like I, I think that that power to want to help comes from seeing the worst things possible. What, let me ask you this question. When, or I'm just going to ask the second question because I, I believe the first question is already a given. When did you forgive yourself and allow yourself to want to be better? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, once once I could no once I identified I could no longer do it on my own. Hmm. And that took a long time. Because you know, when you're in SEAL training, again, this word, you become tenacious or they amplify how tenacious you already are. And so you live in a bit of a lone wolf mode, right? I, I can get it done on my own mode. And I ran that as far as you could take it. And then I had to reach out and ask for help. And that was me um, admitting that there was something fragmented or misplaced um that needed assistance because no i i never grew up in a household where that was where these these conversations weren't even available hardly any conversations were available no one in my family was talking about uh growing beyond their limitations they were simply being a reaction to their own life rather than being a co-creator in their own experience because they had no idea that they were something was amiss did you blame did you ever find yourself like blaming yourself before you reached out to people and the only reason i ask is in my life and some of the other people i know nothing ever got better until you decided to take responsibility for your life being a certain way. Sure. And for me, it took way too long. And some people I love, you know, and I think it gets back to, to tension in your body. I think it gets back to negative thinking patterns. And I think it gets back to living a life that is not worth living. When you fail to forgive yourself for the life you're living, like you said, you come into this world with a preset sort of tension and it's very, especially in the West, it's very easy to blame yourself because you're told your whole life, hey, pick yourself up from the bootstraps. Hey, why are you crying? These guys have it worse than you. And for so many of us, you're born with this idea of pride. Like you want to make your dad, your parents, your friends, you're proud. Maybe you're the small guy. Maybe you're a different color. Maybe you're this. And there's so many reasons that are kind of the same reason that you blame yourself for everything. But it's not until you can lift that that and that's so hard to do man it takes so much courage to be like you know what i'm gonna forgive myself but something happens there and it, i just wanted to confirm that is that that's the point when you decided to ask for help um the point i decided to ask for help was when i was in too much pain physically right. uh i i don't think at that moment i had the awareness mm. that the physical pain that I was experiencing was related to emotional pain and physical trauma that was never dealt with as a child. And then once I understood that, then I, I was all in, right? Five, six hours a day, stripping it down. And the truth is, is what took me seven years to accomplish, I can get someone through that same process in one year. So pain and loss 
I would say were my teachers. Hmm. They were my, that was my awakening. Yeah, those are great teachers. They are not very forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Sustained brutality. <laughs> Sustained brutality. And like I said, earth is a dense place. And yeah, unless you have somebody in your life who's willing to pull you aside and go, hey, your breath stinks. You need yeah. to go brush your teeth. You never even know that the way that you're being is outside of how you could be right because especially in the united states everyone wants to be liked right yeah and so you're doing everything you can to over adapt or to over adjust to make sure that you're getting some level of love or affection or recognition and so the good when i look back over my life the people that i think served me the most powerfully were the people who told me exactly what i didn't want to hear or let's say the what my fragile part of my ego didn't want to hear, okay? And th those people really helped me the most. And if you're if you're fortunate enough to have either a family member or a friend who's willing to sit down with you and go, look, man, you got to take a hard look at at your life. I think you're missing the boat. You might want to get some help. Unless you have someone standing in for you like that, how are you ever going to know? because you have no honest self-reflection and honest self-reflection from people who love you is the most valuable gift they can give you. Like, I know it's nice to get a pat on the back. It's also nice to get a good sobering. Um, I don't want to say ass kicking, but a, a, a good sobering, honest moment to sort of pull you back into reality because people, they have no idea what they're doing, right? Because their emotional bodies are so traumatized that even when they're 45, 50, 55, 60, they're still operating like children. Like look at all the wars going on in the world. We live on a planet with enough resources for everyone. Okay. For a hundred lifetimes. Yep. And yet we're scrounging and manipulating and, and all this backstabbing and underhanding. And what for? Like, honestly, everyone loses in, in, in that dynamic. And so for me, the greatest thing I can do for humanity is to get myself in the greatest state of alignment imaginable. Because when I'm in alignment, everyone around me is in a greater state of alignment. It's great for me. It's awesome for everyone else too. Think about that. If you chose to get yourself into the greatest state of alignment that you could within a year, every light that you touched would turn to gold. You would then have the Midas touch. You touch it, it turns to gold. Yeah, I think that that's been one of my definitions of success. And I, I think it is a lot few others is that if you can make everyone around you better, then you by default become better. Yeah. And because, well, if you can make yourself better, by default, everyone else becomes better. Yeah. The yeah. inverse right. is also true. Right. Right. So I know some people are motivated to help other people. Yeah. And some people are motivated to help themselves. Who cares? Because it's a win-win. Right. If you start out helping others because they're more present, you're more present. If you start out helping yourself because you're more present, they're more present. It's a win, win, win. This is where selflessness and selfishness are opposites of the same coin. Right. But through Christian doctrine, people have been taught that being selfish is wrong. If you're not willing to take time and energy and to invest it into your own life, every action that you're taking to help someone else it's hypocritical because you yourself haven't taken your own advice you yourself haven't used your own tools you yourself hasn't haven't become more present so when you're in alignment 
Who cares? Left or right, it all ends up being the same. Why? Because you are me and I are you because of the concept of oneness, right? Einstein created E equals MC squared, right? Which is a theory of relativity, but what he left out was consciousness, right? And that's where I see equals MC squared, which means individual consciousness equals mass consciousness. Let's take Roger Bannister, for instance, right? The guy to break the four minute mile. Well, as soon as he broke the four minute mile, people all over the world broke the four minute mile. Why? Because what he did got uploaded into the collective consciousness. And now anyone and everyone who had that desire could now make it happen because someone had already crossed that barrier. So every human has immense value. If every human took one thing in their life that they chose to overcome within three generations, this would be the best planet to live on in the universe. You think it almost sounds like we're, we're all part of one organism trying right. to learn how to become better. That's right. Yeah. Try well learning how to evolve right. out of, out of, um, survival based strategies into thriving based mm. strategies, right? So either you're locked into an inappropriate stress state or you're in a flow state. Like, think about this. How many nights did Kobe Bryant score 80 points in his amazing career? How many times? I have no idea. Once, once, one time, right? How many times, um, did Jordan score 75 points once once that was it right that one night he was in a pure flow state one night Kobe was in a pure flow state and these guys shoot basketballs all day long since they're since, since they're little kids right and they managed to get into a pure flow state one time what what if it were easier than that what if you could remove if, if, if every athlete or every performer, singer, dancer, uh, songwriter, um, um, everyone who's in the equestrian arts, right? If they reduced their lifetime accumulated stress load by 20%, when we went to watch them performed, we would be blown out of our minds what humans would be able to do. We are not even close to sniffing the surface of what we could do. We're not even close. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go watch the NCAA 2022 wrestling championships. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to see Penn state has five wrestlers in the finals. All right. I, I work with the Nittany Lion wrestling club and I help prepare all of the athletes that are part of the club to produce at the highest level. I want you to watch every one of those individual matches. And what you're going to see is the wrestlers at Penn state, they're not struggling and all the other wrestlers, they were, you should go watch it. Like it's one thing for me to talk to you about it, but literally go watch Aaron Brooks's match, right? I will. He wrestles. Miles Amin. Miles Amin was the bronze medal uh, champion at the last Olympics. Okay. 26 year old guy. Aaron's like a 20 year old kid. Okay. And he manhandles him with next to no effort. Like watch it. You'll see the poetry in how these guys deliver. And then you'll go, I get it. I've seen it with my own eyes, right? You haven't experienced the work. Okay. And, and with these guys, I've only put maybe a few hours of time and energy into their bodies, but I got their nervous systems out of fight or flight into a state of peace and calm. And that's what it looks like when you're in peace and calm. Yeah. It's an inner, like poetry is a great way. First off, it's a beautiful form. And why shouldn't we be moving around in poetic formation? It's yeah. a great way to put it. I want to, how are you doing on time? I know I got an hour with you. I don't want to. Yeah, too much I have that. like, I have 
12 more minutes. Okay, perfect. Um, do you think maybe you could share a little bit about the dark room? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. The, the, the dark room was, was serious business. I want to tell my next person real quick. So okay, I'm going to give them a heads up. Yeah. Thank you for taking time with us. Yeah, the dark room that started out for me. I, I was in uh, I was in medical school at the time, and one of my buddies left this pamphlet um, inside of my little file, inside of my student mail file. And I opened it up, and it said the dark room. And I started reading about it. And the second I got like two paragraphs in, I thought that is where I need to go. And I started researching all of the science behind it. And then I started turning my house into a dark room chamber. So even before I went to the dark room, I was already, so that would be, yeah, I was already sleeping in complete darkness for about a year and a half. So my body was already producing a maximal amount of melatonin every night when I was sleeping. And then what happened is my body started to heal my hearing started to heal at a much deeper level. My vision started healing much deeper level. My bowels started healing. Um, my prostate started healing. Like everything was healing. I went from getting up maybe six to eight, sometimes 10 times a night to urinate to never waking up to urinate. Like the dark uh, helped support the process that I was in because I was going at it hard every single day. So when I went to the dark room, I don't think the other people that went there had already prepared themselves correctly. The challenge is I didn't know anything about the process. So when I went in, uh, these people had been studying with Montauk Chia for a very long time. So when he was saying, okay, tap here and do this and do that, I had to learn everything that he was doing while in complete darkness with a um, with an eye mask on and having my eyes closed. And then after three days, these tiny little lights turned on out of the corner of my eyes. And I was like, well, and you could actually hear the light. And all would click. This one went first went click and this one went click. And it was like two little flashlights right here out of the corner of my eyes. And that's because my blood reached its maximal saturation point of melatonin. And then that kicked in. Uh, it caused my pineal gland to start producing a massive amount of pinoline. And then once pinoline reached its maximal saturation point in my blood, my body started to release uh, the first of two spiritual molecules, which is OM5E. And once that reaches maximal saturation point about a day later, it was DMT. And I was on DMT 24 hours a day, right? And I was having an exogenous experience. So even though I was in the dark room, in the physical, and imagine I'm with 60 other people, not once in 30 days did I bump into another human. That's how heightened your senses are in that experience. So imagine 28 days, I don't bump into another person walking around and everyone walking around has a blindfold on with their eyes closed and there's not one photon of light available in the room. That's a trick. <laughs> okay. So, so that experience was powerful in the sense that I got to walk through a thing called the door of all wonder. And when I got on the other edge of the door of all wonder, <clears throat> I got to spend about three and a half days with the keeper of the Zodiac. And he showed me how a soul falls to earth and exactly which three stars came into alignment in order to get my soul to decide to come to earth. And it was this very amazing uh, backstage insight into the things that I think all humans used to know, 
when our appendix used to be the size of a small stomach, which was about 10,000 years ago, before the invention of cooked food and alcohol. And we used to produce endogenous vitamins that allowed our pineal gland and our pituitary gland to stay wide open. So we had a deep physical and spiritual connection. Um, and so I, during that 28 days, got to feel into and see and experience what I imagine humans 10, 12, 13, 14,000 years ago used to experience. And so um, every week I got to go to a different part of the universe and I was seeing that as clearly as if I looked out the window right now and I could see all of um, Transylvania, okay? Or I could look at Castle Brand with my eyes wide open. It was that crystal clear, 24 hours a day. I would literally wake up, I'd fall asleep for a short amount of time, like an hour, and I'd wake up. And as soon as I'd wake up, there would be a completely different scene in, in front of me. And then I got to spend time with the keeper of the Kashik Records, Akabi, and uh, he showed me a lot of my past history and what was going to come for me in the future. And, and this whole experience kept building on itself because every week I was in the dark room, uh, Master Chia, he took us through a completely different meditative process that was developed by the Taoist masters that actually spent months at a time in complete darkness in caves in China. So I was getting access to a technology that they had developed maybe eight, nine, 10,000 years ago. And I was able to do it in modern time. The difference from my trip to everybody else's is nobody else had prepared their body the way that I had prepared my body. And so they weren't able to have the experience that I was having or see the things that I was seeing or experience the things that I was experiencing because they relied on limited their tools had a limited amount of force to, in their ability to awaken, right? And what I mean by awaken is to activate inherent levels of intelligence at a physical, at an emotional, at a spiritual, at an energetic, um, at a mental, at a psychological, and at a psychic level. And so I already came in there with everything prepared very well so when i stepped in i literally took off like a rocket ship it was profound i would tell anyone who's going into the dark room who hears this is motivated by it i suggest you spend a year year and a half going through the process that i did so you can have the most amazing experience on the planet wow that that's amazing you know where i know you got to run Thank you. I really enjoy talking to you. You are a very interesting guy, and I, I believe you truly are helping people, and that you want to help as many people as you can. And I wish more no, people sure. were like that. Where can people? Can you leave us where people can find you? Yeah, and, and yeah how they yeah. get a hold of you? Yeah, yeah, that's easy. Uh, one, the first thing obviously is read the book Free for Life. It's a quick read. Um, you know, learn about the systems in Chapter Three. Learn a bit more about my story. Learn about the philosophy. In, in the second chapter. Uh, after you're done that, do yourself a favor, go to the website, truebodyintelligence.com and download or purchase the eight stepping stones, right? The eight stepping stones to inner freedom. Even if you only get one, one module, get a module, learn about it, go through the healing process that, that that's part of the module. And then once you're complete there, decide if you want to go through the other stones, integrate pulling those stepping stones out. I mean, integrate moving up those stones into a higher level of energy. And then send me an email. Like if you want to take the next step, right? You want to get into the body. You want to get rid of the tension. The stress, and it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I have practitioners in. Luxembourg. I got practitioners that are Russian. I got practitioners that are South American, Chilean, Argentinian, uh, Mexican, um, Jewish, uh, German, English, Scottish, Greek, 
it's like it doesn't matter where you're at in the world you can get and receive profound work and if i'm unavailable these people will help you wake up and the beautiful thing is they've been through the process no one gets certified to become a stress-free facilitator or a true body intelligence practitioner unless they're present and they're in alignment they've worked through a big chunk of their stuff and they can help get you down the road easy way to do that is support at truebodyintelligence.com perfect perfect that was a great conversation i'm really thankful that we got to spend time together oh thank you for allowing me so much space to share pleasure is all mine it's, it's fascinating and i i love talking to people who want to help people and want the world to be better and have gone through struggles to make themselves better i think we can all learn from that so thank right back at you thank you no you're welcome <laughs> so look i want to give you my phone number and okay and um you know text me send me a text and let's stay in contact absolutely i'll definitely yeah. hey, if you hang on one second let me finish yeah. the recording here okay and we'll, we'll do yeah that. sounds good okay, okay. Hello, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.